For I am crucified with Christ And yet I live Embrace the cross Where Jesus Welcome to Crossbound Ministries where we are bringing the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world, encouraging Christians and pointing sinners to the cross. Will you please pray about supporting our broadcast and ministry that gives us the ability to spread God's word. You can get involved by going to crossboundministry.com. Please welcome our preacher, Mike Sadler, as he brings us an important message from God's word. Embrace the love Open your Bibles with me to the book of Luke, Luke chapter 6 and verse 38 as will be Luke chapter 6 and verse number 38. We're going to read that verse and then we're going to back up to about verse 31. And the reason I'm doing that is so that we can put that verse into its context, because context is key is understanding the Bible and understanding Scripture. Now, I want to give a word, and when I say this word, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when I say this word? Since it's Christmas and it's that time of year, when I mention the word giving, what does your mind go to? What do you think of? And it's that time of year. And giving and how to impact the world for Jesus is what I've entitled this. How to impact the world for Jesus. Now, I want to make a statement. And if you get nothing out of this whole message, I want you to remember this one statement because it's so true and it's so biblical. In heaven, you, I'm talking about you, in heaven, you will only be rewarded for what you have given, not for what you have got. Many times we say, It was such a blessing. Somebody gave me a car. Such a blessing uh, this happened. Such a blessing I got a raise. Such a blessing I got a promotion. Such a blessing we got a new house. Whatever the case is. Ladies and gentlemen, those are not the true blessings. Those are not the blessings of God. Yes, they are nice. Yes, they are wonderful. Yes, having a little money makes a life easier to live. But listen to me. Those are not the real blessings of God. Because the real blessings of God are things that you can't buy with money. The real blessings of God are not things that are going to crash when the stock market crashes. The real blessings of God will go throughout all eternity. Amen? So I'm going to go back to that original question. When I say the word giving, what is the very first thing that comes to your mind? Well, if you're like most people, most Americans, if not 100%, when you hear that word giving, your money, your mind goes to money. You automatically think about finances. And I had to ask myself, Michael, why does your mind go to money when you hear the word giving? Is it because it's the most important thing to me? Now, that's very convicting to think about. But I want you to think about that. Why does your mind go to money when you hear the word giving? Is it because, I'm not saying it is, only you can answer that question. Is it because... That's what's most important to you. So when we go through these verses, I want you to take money and I want you to move it to the very bottom of the list. If you not throw it out completely, 
when you hear the word giving. Look with me now in Luke chapter 6 and verse number 38. Luke chapter 6 and verse number 38. And the Bible says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet withal, it shall be measured to you again. That's such a wonderful verse, isn't it? When you stop and think about it, I've heard many a preachers preach on that. You can't outgive God, you give to God, and God would give back. And most of the time when they preach that, they're talking about money. They're talking about finances. They're talking about giving. And yes, we should set aside 10% for the Lord to give to the local church. Amen? That is only right. That is biblical. That's the only place the Lord says to give your money to. It doesn't say give it to the traveling this person or that person. Or It does say give to your local church church your tithes that is giving would be above and beyond that like i want to give to this evangelist or, or this ministry or this whatever the case is now your tithe should go to your local church and that is biblical and as my father would say why would you not give to the people that are giving back to you and your family? Why would you not invest in a local church that is reinvesting it back into you? And that is so true. Now it's just biblical to give to your local church. If you if you give an offering, it's above and beyond those tithes. Amen. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong to give into a good charity. There's nothing wrong with giving to St. Jude or whatever organization uh, that is helping people. But the Bible never says to give you to any of those. Those are good things. But it does say to tithe and be faithful to the local church, whatever church you're part of. But going back to what I said, this verse, this passage, it is not talking about giving finances it is not talking about giving your tithe it is not talking about giving offering it's talking about giving things that cost a lot more than money forgiveness acceptance those kind of things it's talking about giving amen because there's there's something you can give somebody i tell you social media has such a key they have figured out such a way to uh work on a person's to almost manipulate them because the very thing that every one of us wants is an, is an acceptance and when somebody hits the like button on your post you get a little dose of acceptance oh somebody liked that they approve of what i think or what i say and they have keyed in on those emotions let me tell you god can see past that to the heart to the intent of your heart amen so we can't we cannot judge a person by what they're doing but we are we can judge a person by their actions but we can't judge them by their motive because we don't know their motive most of the time only god does so look with me let's back up to luke chapter 6 and verse number 31 luke chapter 6 and verse 31 as we're going to work our way down to this verse that says given it shall be given unto you to put it into context with the bible and what the bible is talking about and verse number 31, and as ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. The world has called this the golden rule, if you will, to do to others as you would have them do unto you. Well, it's more than just uh, uh, the golden rule. It's biblical. It's what God says. If you want somebody to do good to you, you should be doing that good to them. If you want somebody to be a blessing to you, then you should be a blessing 
to them. And so that is what it's talking about. Does it say it's easy to do? Absolutely not. It is very hard to do. It is very hard to live out Scripture. It's very hard to live out the Bible. Nowhere in Scripture does he say it's going to be easy. It's going to be a cakewalk. But he does say there's going to be great and mighty rewards for those things that will last for all eternity. So that verse says, And as ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. Now think about that verse that we just read in verse number 38. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. Give what? Give your time. Give your acceptance. Give your forgiveness. Give your help. Give your hand. Amen? That's what it's talking about. So you back up and you look at that golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's giving. Now, all of us struggle with a certain type of giving. I myself could give money a whole lot easier than my wife could. But she, on the other hand, could give her time a whole lot easier than I can. I don't know what it is for you that's easier to give than others. But it's something that you have to actively work at. I do know that. I do know that it doesn't just come naturally. Because it's natural to put myself first. We are so inherently selfish that it is incredible. And that's why the Bible always says that we have to work on those things. Because God knows our heart. He does. All of us have some selfishness in us. There's no question about it. Verse number 32, Luke chapter 6 and verse 32. For if ye love them which love you, what thank have ye? For sinners also love those that love them unsaved people unsaved worldly people can love those that love them and hey that's that's natural behavior that just comes easy man they're good to me they give to me they look out for me they watch over me they're always taking care of me that is natural behavior and it is so common that it literally makes no impact on the world of unsaved people that doesn't make any impact and that does not get anybody's attention for if you love them which love you what thank have ye there's no thanks in that you're expected if somebody loves you and goes out of their way and and does everything they can you're expected to love them back the world even says that well, i got love for you buddy no they don't they just they just mean they like what you're doing they like what you're giving they like what you're selling they like what you're saying doesn't mean they actually love you that word is so thrown around in the world today uh, when we're talking about love what about agape love? What about the love that God loves you with, that no matter what, and he expects nothing in return. He loves you and pours out his heart on you. He sent his son to die for you so that you may be saved, so that you don't have to go to hell. Amen? That's love. When you lay down your, your wants, your desires for somebody else when they don't deserve it, when they shouldn't get it, but you love them enough to give it to them anyway. And you know you're not going to get nothing in return. It's a raw deal for you, but you're going to love them. Hey, that makes an impact on this world. I remember watching this serial killer in court. He had already been convicted. And the victim's families were allowed to get up and speak to him before 
he was sentenced to the rest of his life in prison or the electric chair or be put to death. And many people got up and said, I hope you die in hell. I hope you burn forever. I hope you rot forever. I hope your miserable life, I mean, over and over. And this, this stone cold killer did not have one look on his face. It never affected him. He just was stone cold. But this old man with gray hair got up with a pair of overalls on. Certainly wasn't a special looking fella. And he, t he told this, this man that had murdered his daughter, Sir, I am a Christian and you have made it very hard for me to live out my faith. But the Bible says that I'm to forgive. And he said, sir, you are forgiven. Do you know that that broke through to that stone cold killer? And he, about, he broke down in tears. All those people standing up saying, I hope you burn in hell. hope you die. I hope you all these horrible things didn't affect him at all. But when a man stood up and said, I forgive you. See, he expected those family members to, to say nasty, mean, hurtful, hateful. He expected that because he had hurt them and hurt their family. He expected them to want him to die and to rot in hell. But he didn't expect for this father to get up and forgive the man that had murdered his daughter. Now, this, this murderer was going to already pay the price. He was already convicted. But this man still got up and said, you've made it very hard for me to live out my faith. But sir, are you all forgiven? The Bible says it's never going to be easy. But as the only thing that got through, that made an impact, that had that stone cold murderer break down, that got through to him. Why? Because he didn't expect that. And that's exactly what the Bible's talking about. There is no thanks when you love them that, that love you. There's no thanks in that. It doesn't affect anybody. It doesn't change anybody. Nobody even notices, really. But when you show somebody love, forgiveness, and grace that doesn't deserve it, like that stone-cold murderer who deserves the exact opposite, nothing but a bullet, when you show that kind of mercy and that kind of grace, man, what an impact it makes on this world. And can I just say, ladies and gentlemen, all the hate in the world wouldn't have changed that situation. All the hate and the anger wouldn't have fixed nothing. But that forgiveness, that forgiveness was really for that man. for Because he, he, he knew if his daughter was a Christian, she was in heaven and she was going to be with the Lord forever. And this life is so short, ladies and gentlemen. Just a, just a blip and it's over. The Bible says life is but a vapor and it's over. I know I'm 48 years old. How I got here this fast, I'll never know. But just yesterday I was 20. And the day before I was, you know, it just goes by so fast it's incredible and so when you look at things through the eyes of god through the eyes of scripture yes they're on a worldly level they are incredibly hurtful don't you know that man was hurting that lost his daughter to stand up and say i forgive the man that murder but in, in the light of eternity's sake through the eyes of scripture that made an impact i don't know if that murderer ever got saved but i promise you thousands of may if not millions of people across the news and across the TV and read the newspaper, that had an effect on them. They noticed that that stood out. And that's what the Bible is talking about. Verse number 33, Luke chapter 6 and verse number 33. And if you do good to them, which do good to you, what thank have ye for sinners also do 
the same. In other words, nobody's going to notice. And it makes me think of that verse. You know, think of what that verse just says I read. And if you do good to them, which do good to you, what thank have ye? For sinners also do the same. The Bible tells us, ladies and gentlemen, to do the complete opposite. And it makes me think of the story in Matthew chapter 5 and verse number 40. And it says, And if any man will sue thee at the law and take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also. What? You mean if the man sues me wrongfully and he wants my coat, am I supposed to give him my sweater too, even though the judge says I didn't have to? That's what the Bible says. Now think about that, ladies and gentlemen. What an impact that would make. If this person was taking you to court and I want their coat, I don't deserve it. I have no right for it. I didn't do anything to get it. I'm going to try to take it wrongfully using the law. And the judge says, given that coat. And you say, okay, here's my coat. But you know what? Hold on. And you peel off your sweater and you give it to him too and say, I want you to have this also. I believe that their jaw would hit the floor and they would think, what in the world is wrong with them? Per this person? But it will make an impact on them and it will get their attention. And they will know, listen to me, they will know that you are distinctly Christian because nobody else does that. But when you truly forgive somebody, when you truly care about somebody, when you look past the actions past the deeds, and past the words they might say to the person, the person that God sees. See, the very person that, that we might say they're nobody, they're nothing, they're worthless, they're sorry, no, they're no good. That very person, the Lord Jesus Christ, died on the cross for. Because the truth is, ladies and gentlemen, none of us deserve it. And none of us deserve salvation. But because of God's love and God's mercy, Hey, he wants to give it to us. Now, we've got to accept it on his terms, not on your terms, but on his terms. And he makes that very clear. And we'll talk about that more in just a minute. But give him your cloak also, your sweater. Verse 34, and if you lend to them of whom ye hope to receive, what thank have ye for sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again? You don't have to be Christian to loan somebody some money. Banks loans money all the time. You have these payday loan places that I highly recommend staying away from them, and they should be illegal, but they lend people money because they know they're going to get it back and more. It doesn't require a Christian life or a Christian attitude to live somebody when I know I'm going to get it, get it back. But when you give to somebody that I might not ever see them again, I know there's no way they can ever repay me back, but I'm going to help them any way. That's what he's talking about. That's what will make an impact. Will people take advantage? Absolutely they will. Yes, they will. They will take an advantage of you of the system, the best system in the world. Somebody's going to come up with a way to manipulate it and ride the system and work the system. Somebody's going to have to figure that out. They will figure that out. Doesn't make it right, and it doesn't mean they won't pay for it in the end, because they will. 
Oftentimes we look at that. And you see that this time of year at Christmas. Lots of people are taking advantage of being out on the corner, asking for money, because they know it is the season to have a good spirit, to have a giving spirit. And I'm not against giving those people a meal. I am against just giving them money. I'm all for giving them a job or pointing them in the right direction or helping them out with a place to stay, get them somewhere where they'll have a nice nice to sleep or uh, some food to eat but i'm against just giving a bunch of money they can spend on drugs or alcohol i won't do that but i will give them something that they can't get amen i'll give them the gospel because i could i could give them food and on their belly and a place to sleep and but when all that's gone they're still going to die they're still going to stand before the lord and give an account for their life for the decisions and for their actions amen Give that person something. Yeah, if they're hungry, put something in their belly. Give them some food. But don't forget to give them the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, which will save their soul from the fires of hell, and their names be written in the Lamb's book of life. So it is the seizing to be given. Absolutely. Give the gospel. Amen. Verse 35, But love your enemies, and do good, and lend hoping for nothing. And your reward shall be great. What did he say? And your reward shall be great. And ye shall be the children of the highest. For he is the kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. Remember what I said about people taking advantage, people working the system, riding the system? Right there, Jesus himself says, For he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. He says, love your enemies, be good to them, lend to them hoping for nothing. For what? Because your reward, your reward shall be something? No, he says, your reward shall be great. Think about that. We're going to go to a place where God uses gold for pavement, for asphalt. If he builds a wall out of jasper and has a sea of crystal and the gates of pearl, why? We're going to be walking around because gold will mean nothing. Those are not the real rewards of heaven. There'll be so there'll be so much of it, it'll be meaningless. Sure, it sounds great in the human age, all streets of gold. But I believe he does that for a reason, to show us that those things don't really have any real value. What has real value is what you do for the Lord Jesus Christ. And he says, as you've done it to the least of these, the very one that you think is nobody that don't deserve it, it's like you did it unto me. And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, that kind of behavior is distinctly Christian. It marks you as a Christian. And when we act like that, we show Christ's likeness to the world. We show that we are born again. And verse 36, he tells you, be therefore merciful also as your father is merciful. Love those. Even when you have... Uh, when you can get vengeance or revenge and it's in the power in your hand, but you say, you know what? I'm going to give them forgiveness. I'm going to give them mercy. Amen. Be ye merciful. Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. Are you forgiven today, ladies and gentlemen? Is your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life? Have you accepted the forgiveness that the Lord Jesus offers you through his death, his burial, and his resurrection? We we celebrate Jesus' birth December 25th. Yes, we don't know if he was born that day, but that's the day we have set aside to worship him. It is the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. But I ask you today, 
Have you been forgiven? Have you realized you're a sinner? Are in need of a Savior? One day you're going to die. Your heart's going to stop. You're going to stop breathing. And you are going to stand before God and give an account for your life. And unless you have repented of your sins and put your faith and trust in the finished work of the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died, he was buried, he rose again the third day, he defeated death, hell, and the grave, he has power over. And that's why I know that you can put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Repent of your sins and put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Pray you have been blessed by today's message. If you have been saved or are in need of a prayer, please contact us at 352-247-9200. That's 352-247-9200. Thank you for tuning in to Crossbound Ministries radio broadcast. Will you please pray about supporting our ministry and broadcast? You can go to crossboundministry.com or send your support or a gift to P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida, 34451. That's P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida, 34451. For a gift of $10 or more, we will send you a booklet. Please pray for us as our ministry and radio broadcast grows. Tune in every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. to hear a message from our preacher, Mike Sadler. You can follow Crossbound Ministry on Facebook YouTube, and visit us on the web at crossboundministry.com. If you are a pregnant woman in need of help, there is hope. You can reach out to the Citrus Pregnancy Center. There are locations in Inverness and in Crystal River. Their phone number is 352-341-5176. That's 352-341-5176. This broadcast has been sponsored in part by Henley's Grading Incorporated for all your land clearing and hauling needs. Located in Hernando, Florida, 352-897-3507. That's 352-897-3507. This program is sponsored by Crossbound Ministry of Inverness, Florida.